You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You want to know when I knew I wasn't shit? This <laughs> is when I found out that there was a Skull Knuckle Tennessee. Skull Knuckle Tennessee. That people used to show up at fucking Skull Knuckle. Oh, no, no, it's it's not Skull Knuckle. I, um, unless it's, uh, I think it's Skullbone. No, unless there was. there's a different place. No, we're Maybe calling there's a different it Skull place. Knuckle. No, that's okay. it. No, no, that's, it's, it, like, I'd always heard Skull Knuckle, skull but knuckle evidently way... it's in Gibson County and there's. No, maybe the intersection is Skull Knuckle. <clears throat> It's been known in local circles as the capital of the kingdom of Skullbonia. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, Man, we don't we have here, enough. Here we have, uh, we have Faux Killer Creek, named Ooh, after, apparently after, named after a member of the Cherokee Nation named Four Killer, who was so named because he killed four people. I think it's a pretty good name. Hmm. Hey, hey, why is, why is your brother named Bones? <laughs> why stop at four? <laughs> That's what I I'm always, so he's like, he killed four people. I'm like, quitter. Listen, you well, got past two. Name? You mm, kill one, maybe you, that's an accident. You can't. If you kill four people and that's your name, four killer. If you kill someone <laughs> else, then you got to update your business cards. Mm. You got to check the handles online to see if it's even available. What you happens? Yeah, four is also not a four is also not a number that people are going to be like, ah, eh, he's full of shit. It also like if, if you're speak, like oh, I'm 37 killer, they're like he killed like two dudes. It doesn't speak well of your image among those that name you either, because it implies that well you've killed four people and your job is done. Maybe maybe that person hated the nickname. Maybe they were like, hey, the laurels of four murders. Okay, guys, 
guys, why do we have to like, okay, it was one summer. Like, can we get over it? Can we talk about the other <laughs> things I've done since then? I'm just like, what happened to initiative <laughs> like, in this country? I'm a kindergarten teacher. You can't keep calling me four killer. I've stopped drinking Maybe coffee really and I'm not that person teacher, anymore. Kindergarten teachers have more motive than anybody to become That's murderers. True. What if you're like, hey man, listen, this is four killer. Okay, cool. This is a really good party. Hey, have you met my friend seven killer? Oh, God. <laughs> they have got to be related to the Muhan somehow. I think maybe this... he introduces himself like, "Hi, I'm I'm 23 killer," and they're like, "Okay, four killer." <laughs> it's the two chains tweet. Yeah, this dude ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> except seven act- chains doesn't have to. Yeah, except at, at this number, it is actually <laughs> worrying <laughs> if, the, if your number's increasing. <laughs> Where does it stop is actually a concern when it comes to... An hour later, I now go by five killer. What? <laughs> what did you just do? Yeah. That better not have been on the car. They go outside, come back in, and announce they have a new name. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on a second. I'm tired of being characterized for my murderous rage only. I need a rebrand. <clears throat> they didn't have my name on any of the novelty license plates. <laughs> It's all three killer. Now I'm eight killer. The Shutdown Full Cast. You are listening live to the only college football podcast on these internets. I really hope they're not listening live. I mean, they're always listening live, aren't they? To them. That's upsetting. Very. Are we on Parlor? We are. <laughs> is it par- okay, help me out. Is it Parlay or is it Parlay? Because either one could be upsetting. Uh, parlay sounds a little, little French, if you know Yeah, what I but mean. parlor sounds like a fancy room with furniture you're not allowed to sit on, and that's not for common folk like us. Hmm. My favorite thing I've seen this week regarding that was John Tesh announcing he was going to parlor. Because, <laughs> you know, he said, I'm going to leave this cesspool of negativity behind. I'm going to parlor. To which I say, John Tesh, good luck with the white supremacist. I've already been banned from Parlor for calling Lindsey Graham worm tongue. <laughs> Did you make a Parlor account? I'm kidding. I wasn't actually banned okay. from Parlor. I don't know. I would like to open the program with an apology. In the last installment of the Shutdown Fullcast, I said that, you know, saying that you love your kids really doesn't mean anything when we're doing character descriptions because loving your kids is really a bare minimum of the human condition and your obligations to others. For instance, I said that, you know, people say, oh, well, Muschamp's a good dude. He loves his kids. And I said, well, you know what? Stalin loved his kids. To which I want to issue an apology because there's a correction due. We don't really know that Stalin loved his kids. We don't. Yeah, if we want to talk about Stalin, let's just talk about Will Muschamp's offense. Hey! Woo! Back at it! Because it sucked. Sucked. Most of the time. It's not very good. Oh, I meant because it was stalling. Yeah, yeah, stalling, yeah. Cool. It's it's a verb? Wasn't going anywhere. Mm. Yeah. 
That's because he wasn't very good at his job. Um, so it wasn't really an apology. Um, God damn it. We were doing so well. I know. I want to make Cerber cut that out. This week, I think we wanted to start with the question. Because this is the edition of the full cast where we like We've to... We've had the start of the show. We've had you saying we want to start the show with the apology. And now you're announcing that we're starting the show with something Listen, else. Listen, we're like... This is like reverse Return of the King. My goal has always been to do the Muppet Show thing four times. The where we exit tell you, of the king. Yes, where we tell you how we're going to start the show. It's like every great rap track. It's about to go down. It's about to happen. It's on the way. Can I back up for a second? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So hi, Ryan. Now my, hi. Now my computer has Joseph Stalin children as a search that it has run. And it has led me to... Uh, the following story about um, <laughs> about a child he had with his first wife, uh, who he married in 1906 and who died of typhus 16 months later. Apparently, oh, like Floyd of Rosedale. Apparently, Joseph Stalin was so inconsolable uh, due to this that he jumped into her grave during the funeral, and guests struggled to get him out. Now, he had a son named Cato, like Cato Kalin, spelled that way. Cato! Cato! Um, or, or, sorry, Cato was his wife's name. His son's oh. name was Yakov. Like Yakov! Smirnoff, yes. Uh, his, he apparently did not love this son. Uh, he considered him weak and was always fighting with him. Mm -hmm. uh, in 1925, uh, Yakov said he wanted to get married. His father forbade it. His son attempted suicide and wounded himself with a gunshot. And Stalin is said to have joked cruelly, ha, you missed. So. Wow. So. So I so think I we could go ahead and say that Joseph Stalin, at least in the case of his oldest child, did not love his children. Holy yeah, that's, shit. That's the vibe I'm picking up here. Uh -huh. wow. Advantage will must champ. Maybe. Take that, South Carolina. Maybe. You fired a man who loved his kids more than Joseph Stalin. His other children, uh, one of them served seven years in prison, um, and the other one defected to the United States. It's, God, that's well, Muschamp's children have also defected to the United States. <laughs> From South Carolina. God, what Hello, we want political asylum. We grow up in a country where passing is frowned upon and scoring is not allowed. What a serious diss by the way, to be like, yeah, I defected from the country my dad made. Yeah. I just went to another one. I hated it. I, I went to I went to my dad's least favorite country. Well, one of them at least. <laughs> when you just reject, when you reject custody of the country your dad made. Yeah, yeah I don't spend weekends in Moscow. Yeah. <laughs> just, I do it all over here. And think of how far you have to go to leave the Soviet Union, you know, like it's a long way. It's the oh, single so, biggest per chunk of the Earth's landmass, and you're it's like leaving because the pack of one 12. person. So what she did, her fourth husband was um, Indian by birth, and he, when he died, she was allowed to visit India to um, spread his ashy, ashes into the Ganges River. And once she was, once she got to India, once she left Russia, she like immediately defected at the embassy, and and left her kids behind. Damn, this is like a legacy. Of the Stalins, just like not great parents. I think that's ultimately what history says about the Stalin family. Not great parents. Yeah, what a surprise, too. Yeah, right. 
I want to know so, what was going on in the mind of the fourth husband, who when uh-huh. he when he met Joseph Stalin's daughter, and she said, "Yeah, I've been married to three other guys." He thought, "But I'm the dude who's going to nail this job." I got yeah. it. What self confidence to see that and go, "Yeah, the other three dudes, it didn't work out with Joseph Stalin's daughter, but me, I'm going to cruise this." So I think. Um, what we've learned is that the only people who liked Joseph Stalin were the people in the movie who were kind of sad because he died. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, kind of sad. They were also kind of like, well, there goes the great man. <laughs> yeah. Let's immediately Dude, begin there. jockeying for power. What do they call him? Like, the big guy? Like, <laughs> Yeah, there goes. Yeah, there goes. Oh, big little sad. Uh, anyway, so why uh, are the, the NKVD the... taking over Moscow? Yeah. <laughs> the question i wanted to open with this week after we apologized to joseph stalin and that's I guess, not what we were doing you know what? opposite i think who was the no. kevin stalin kevin St- <laughs> chad chad stalin oh wait that's just kevin stallings Never kevin mind. stallings yeah. kevin yeah. stallings yeah. yeah that's where those people came from <laughs> at benjamin deets on shout out Twitter. kevin stallings you're a bitch That's Holly, the, the Stalin of this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to drown you in a boot. Yeah. See? The Stalin of this podcast. Are you, not in enough, are you on in enough trouble with me today? Why are you, yeah, come on. Jesus Christ. How did we go from Spencer is going to start the podcast with an apology to Spencer makes Holly so mad she threatens to drown him? I mean, I get how we got there because I. I it's have also been on the like show not before. that hard to drown him, so it's a fairly mild sure. threat. Yeah. I can swim. No, baby. At Benjamin Dietz asks, "Do you guys realize how close we are to a Northwestern versus Indiana Big Ten title game?" This is such an important reader question, even though it's a yes or no answer. Oh God, that's a real possibility. Like I hadn't. I will be honest. I picked this question. Um, I fully thought I understood what it meant, but saying it out loud really just brought home what a terrible, terrible trajectory we are on. And or wonderful. I don't know. Might be the best Big Ten. Can you remember a single Big Ten championship game where you go, oh, yeah, that was hot fire. Yes. Thank God I watched that. Iowa-Michigan State. Also, that time, Ohio State put up 59 points out of nowhere. <laughs> that was pretty good, too. Also, that time, the turf peeled up, and an yeah. agriculture uh, a, a first responder was on the scene. Also that, also, that time, Urban Meyer ate sad pizza in a golf cart. Yeah. The Big Ten Championship <laughs> was, is That awesome. was the Big Ten Championship. That was the Big Ten Championship. <laughs> he, he just lost to Michigan State, I think. Was that the Was that the game that Michigan State closed out the game with, like, a 28-minute drive. <laughs> that's, you that's Iowa. That's Iowa. That's Iowa. Okay, yeah. Where, where Michigan yes. State out Iowa to Iowa. Yes. You could just see correct. Kirk Ferentz on the other sideline going, ah, the erotic torture of being hoisted up my own petard mm-hmm. of a 28-play, 14-minute drive, which was beautiful because it just nibbled away three yards at a time, like for real. It's like yeah. three, four, no, th- three, four. This, this was the Braxton Miller-Carlos Hyde Ohio State team 
that while down three points got stopped on fourth and two at the Michigan State 39 and then uh, got stopped on fourth down again around midfield on their next possession. <laughs> that we made fun of him for eating. Ohio State led this led this game twenty four seventeen and then did not score again as uh, as Michigan State behind which which quarterback? Here's the real test. Which quarterback was it that that did this? Uh, was that Cook? It was Connor Cook. Yeah, that was Connor Cook. Led them seventeen straight points and they won thirty four twenty four. And then most importantly, the Urban Griffin, Meyer the, was this also the same game when he like took a trophy from Archie Griffin and no one liked the way he took it. Yeah. Yeah. It was Connor, which, which Connor Cook teammates, like to be fair, I think everyone got confused because Connor Cook and Kirk Cousins kind of looked alike. And Kirk Cousins was Mr. God, what an inspirational speech you made at the FCA kind of player (laughs) in college. And Connor Cook, I think was the kind of guy who was like, yeah, what's your girl's number? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I want to talk to you of course, but what's your girlfriend's number? I think that was Connor Cook. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the the Big Ten champion. Like, I honestly, you can make a case that the Big Ten championship has had more entertaining games in the last, let's say, ten years than the SEC championship. Well, yeah, yeah. Than the sure. ACC championship. The ACC championship is a formality that we do not need. Need. No one the has UN- ever watched the Pac-12 championship. Oh, oh, oh contraire, <laughs> sir. The Wake Forest Georgia Tech nine uh-huh. six game. Uh huh. <laughs> it was a classic of the genre. Well, until yeah, my canes finally are allowed to compete in it, it won't. <laughs> I, I won't acknowledge it. I think so. Indiana Northwestern. The current lay of the standings is Indiana and Ohio State are tied for the East lead. They play on Saturday. Northwestern and Wisconsin are tied for the West lead. Same deal. Um, if Indiana and Northwestern manage to pull off the upsets, it's uh, it's it's pretty close to home free. <laughs> Um, so Northwestern, it, they're only like a touchdown underdog against Wisconsin, which I think is pretty slim, but Pat Fitzgerald is good at this kind of bullshit. Um, if Northwestern pulls off the upset, their, their, their last games are Illinois at home and Michigan State, which are probably the Big Ten's two worst teams, um, plus a very mediocre Minnesota. They could lose to Minnesota and still win the division easily uh, with a tiebreaker over Wisconsin. Um, Indiana's three-touchdown underdog at Ohio State. That's a tall order, but we believe in our Hoosiers. Um, the bad news is they also have to play Wisconsin. But if they were to beat Ohio State, Maryland, and Purdue, they'd win the East outright. Um, here's where it gets fun, all right? So because the Big Ten knew there'd be all sorts of weird schedule postponements, cancellations, and so forth, 2020 tiebreaker rule is to win a division, you have to play at least six conference games. Northwestern and Indiana are about to play their fifth each so they were very likely to be eligible. Um, Wisconsin's only played two games. And Ohio State's Wisconsin, Wisconsin, if they, Wisconsin, if they lost, if they had another game canceled, would not be eligible then, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Not, and, not and they by don't rule. have any time yeah. really to make it up. Right. So, like, and if Wisconsin has one more game canceled, then Northwestern makes it virtually no matter what happens on Saturday. Like... It might be likely that Northwestern wins the West because this game might not matter at all. Um, Indiana, Ohio State's played three games, so you'd need like multiple cancellations there, but that's feasible there as well. Um, so 
not only so, are we wait, too upset, wait. so, so you're telling me you're telling me the football season that Nebraska and Ohio State and Penn State to some extent, well, let's not leave them out, although they've gracefully exited on their own, that they fought so hard to say we must have this. We need football. We need football. The result of that could be Northwestern and Indiana backing their way in, like early clubhousing their way into a Big Ten championship match. That's right. Cool. But it can get even dumber, all right? Oh, God. Because, <laughs> uh, I, would like to, I, would, I would like to select so, this door. Dungeon Master? Would you like to know, would you like to know more? Would you yeah. like to go further? Dungeon um, Master, I am rolling to pass through the door immediately. So uh, above the board, we are two upsets away from an almost guaranteed Northwestern Indiana Big Ten title game. Possibly, if they manage to get there undefeated, there'd be a playoff spot on the line. <laughs> But we're a few cancellations away from an undefeated Wisconsin and an undefeated Ohio State missing the Big Ten title game, uh, which would probably mean Northwestern and Indiana playing for a spot in the Rose Bowl. If you have a 5-0 and Ohio State beating a 5-0 and Wisconsin in the Big Ten's third place game, remember that's a thing this year. Oh, God. 6-0 and Ohio State goes to the playoff. <laughs> <laughs> this means the streak of Ohio State being directly involved in the playoff committee's biggest controversy of the year extends to all seven years of the playoff. This is on the table. Remember, 2014, it's TCU, Baylor, Ohio State. There was a year Ohio State didn't win the conference and got to go. There was a year the opposite happened. Last year, Ohio State wanted to be number one so they could avoid Clemson. This year, you could have them cruising into the playoff with a glorious, gleaming, you know, 5-0, and 6-0 and record. It's all possible. Is that the giant red shiny button that blows up the whole universe, Jason, so to speak? I don't know. I mean, I would like to pre- I would like to press it. Is oh what yeah, I'm in saying. that sense, yeah, in that sense, hammer it. Yeah, couple that with Cincinnati, like that's right there in Ohio with Luke Fickle, formerly of Ohio State. Like, if if you're telling me that Jason is positing a world where six and zero Ohio State leapfrogs 11 and 0 Cincinnati for the last playoff spot yes that is yeah yeah and I mean well we're, like the playoff committee is going to look and they're going to see Ohio State beat six power five teams how many did Cincinnati sure. beat right yep because <laughs> like true. we know those wins count half in their mind and we know FCS right. wins count for nothing in their mind so the, so it's only like they're really three and a half an hour or something yeah because and at that point it comes down to eyeball tests well right. Nobody ever beats Ohio State at eyeball test. Well, here's here's the tricky thing, though. Those eyeballs will have had to watch Ohio State play Michigan State, Michigan, and Illinois in the last month of the season. Mm-hmm. And those yeah. eyeballs might, like, hate Ohio State for making them watch those other teams. What, for seeing 150 to 10 <laughs> uh, some total in those games? At I'm some sorry. point. Sh- should have made a tougher schedule. Sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, granted, I would love to see the scheduling argument that afflicts teams in the AAC, Mountain West, etc., applied to a Big Ten team that manages, you know, only a like third of an actual schedule. Seems the, unlikely, but the volcanic anger at Cincinnati making a hypothetical playoff and not Ohio State. Oh, I tremble. It just, I tremble at the delight that that would that i would experience watching that happen because yeah. yeah. i'm a bad person 
and You're, it would no, make me happy. No, I so I disagree. I think I think you have inadvertently become a good person on this subject. Yeah, I mean, if Cincinnati plays twice as many games. I'm that sorry. Seems like the fair choice. That's the sam- that's sample saying, size. What, what I'm saying is, I would guess Ohio State makes it, right? Like, we can root for Cincinnati to make it in that case because that would be the right thing. But we all know how this works. Yeah, I just, I don't think Spencer's a bad person for wanting Cincinnati. There well, are there's other so reasons. There's so many other reasons. So many other reasons. Yeah. 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 That's, but, yeah, but that's the client, but imagine this. What if they beat. Uh, they still have to play Illinois, correct? Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they do. So, what if they? Brother, only you beat... can't cancel the Illabuck. What no. if? Yeah, the Illab- What if they only they, win? They tried. The turtle just turned into bronze. What if they only win the Illabuck by like two points <laughs> in the ugliest uh, game? Sure. If it's like Ohio State under the microscope in the spotlight against Illinois, should be a layup game. And Lovey turns it into some horrible 22-19 game that they only win by a field goal. I mean, the team that should do this and probably can't or won't, like Michigan State, that's their true destiny, right? To just drag Ohio State into some sort of high-gravity mud pit of a game and be like, we're playing first to 11. Now take off your shirt. (laughs) (laughs) And then also you got the game against Michigan. Now, granted... That sounds funny. Michigan's been down. But we haven't seen what their interim coaches are capable of. Last God. game of the year, who knows what they'll pull out once. Who would be? I'm you know who is out of the way. I'm going to look at the, the coaching list because I'm curious who, who would that would be. I like that you're just sure that's going to happen. Don <laughs> oh, Brown. Yeah, oh, there's another Harbaugh on the rock. Oh, wow. That's awful. There's that's, a, that's horrible. Uh, there's, There's Bob Shoop. It's got to be Bob Shoop, right? No, no. Bob Shoop's over at, um, uh, well, Bob Shoop's, they, they quietly were like, Bob Shoop's not here. Well, Michigan's um, own website is out of date. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, you got Ed Werner. He could, he could do it. Rough. You got um, Ben McDaniels. He could do yeah, This is rough. <laughs> Interim coach Jane Coaston. That's who's going to step Finally. in. Finally. Finally, they get the person for the job. Jane steps in, th- runs the all PI offense. Yeah. I and do think it would. 5 0 Ohio State out of the playoff. I do think it would be funny if Jim Harbaugh like, decided to step down on his own and was like, and I'm giving the, the head coaching job to my son, Jay Harbaugh. Here he is. <laughs> Good luck. That's absolutely mm-hmm. what's about to happen at Iowa, right? Yes. I mean, that's what they're going to attempt to do, at least. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then the boosters what are if, going to throw them out. <laughs> what if Jim Harbaugh stepped down and tried to give the job to John Harbaugh? Why would John Harbaugh do that, though? John Harbaugh <laughs> right, makes like $7 million a year, and he doesn't have to recruit. Yeah. Mm. Right. If Jim Harbaugh says, I hereby bequeath the job to my brother, John. And John says, um, you got you got Lamar Jackson there? or?" <laughs> <laughs> can you can you bring him with him? Does he have any eligibility left? I am also, by the way, thrilled about the potential Northwestern Indiana matchup because it is as close as we're going to get to my favorite thing, which would be the conference championship game that features not one, 
but both of the perennial doormats of the conference, for instance, in the SEC, I think that this would look something like Mississippi State Vandy. If we ever ended up with a Mississippi State Vandy SEC championship game, that's what this would be. It's, you, com okay. it's comparable Here, to that. Here's the thing. Can you and nobody help him, please? Spencer, when is the last time Northwestern made the Big Ten championship? Three years ago? Yeah, two two years ago. Yeah, 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 two years ago. 2018. So that that's the only problem with that is that Northwestern has been here not that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. And so so I so I think it's maybe like Arkansas is maybe the better. I like If you tell me it's Arkansas Vandy, okay. I can go with that. You no, know, Arkansas has made the SEC Championship game multiple times. Right. That's right? that's why I'm that's why I'm saying like Northwestern no, is more of the Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah, is there anybody out of the West who's oh, oh this is painful. You know, has never like only made the Big Twelve championship game I think once, and then has never made the SEC game so far. Texas A and M. It's Texas A and M. Texas A and M. Like like their compatriots in the great transfer from the Big Twelve to the SEC, Mizzou. Mizzou's been there twice, I believe, since they've come over, and Texas A and M should have fought to get in the East. Mostly because it would have been funny, <laughs> but also because it would have been smarter for them. I just really wish they would have been like, we're not signing shit unless you promise us a spot where we belong. The SEC East. Put Texas A&M in the West and give us Auburn. Let's just go ahead and make it multi-ball and establish an SEC Central. There we go. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Throw, throw Alabama and Auburn in that. Make a West category. Yeah, let's just completely mess this up. I like Are this you... also because it will further enrage like Louisville and Cincinnati because what we're basically doing is reconstructing the Big East. Yeah. So let's let's make the SEC East, the SEC West, and the SEC Central. And when and when everybody's like, oh, okay, well, how does the ch conference championship work? We're like, it's very easy. You break the, a pool cue. The top team in the East and the top <laughs> team in the West play each other. And the SEC Central is like, wait, what? And you're like, I think I was very clear. Have a great day. <laughs> I, I like this. Uh, this is basically our pod's idea. If we keep it going, um, can we have an SEC South and then have an SEC North and have like everyone very ashamed to be included in the SEC North? Sure. Like, you know, my daddy would be ashamed of me being in the <laughs> right. SEC North. But every time the SEC South tries to make a cheer, we're doing like the Jonah Hill throat cutting yeah no gif. no no yeah. mm -mm. easy 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 yeah mm, back off there tiger but like that says something like i know the sec championship game has been around longer than any other conference championship game however and it's older so therefore better as we learned from the big 10 that's right just like people the older the better that 97 year just old like stalin yeah. just like the, just like the queen of england yes it's better with age. Bigger okay. and stronger. Are y'all all... Jeez. Man, I'm completely derailed by that. <laughs> the queen is... The queen could deadlift <laughs> 758 pounds. That's right. That's right. Because she's okay. had more training She's grown to time. 90 feet tall by now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, I've it's been like... lifting corgis all day. <laughs> what is that accent? It's just Scottish as hell. No, it's not. Is that Hugh Freeze again? Why did you make her Scrooge McDuck? <laughs> she's Scrooge McDuck. She's powerful. Wow. Curse me. Killed some the Queen of England. <laughs> she got to have me with you, weaklings. Stop yelling. <laughs> The um I like I like this version the Pac-12s 
I think you have to go with Oregon State Cal. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you just pick two teams from the same division? Did you? I wouldn't know. How the hell How the hell do you keep them straight? I mean, it's mostly accurate so. north-south. kind of a tweener. Is Cal in the north? <laughs> 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 yeah, Cal's in the north. I've heard There's that no about them. Okay. I mean, I would, say Arizona, I would say Arizona would be the weakest choice out of the south, but well, Arizona, but Arizona, Arizona's all, been there. Yeah, Arizona's been there. rattlesnakes. Yeah, they've got rattlesnakes and, and, and copper. And the Pac-12 South is like, hey, we're all, like equality. That's Everyone's that's just as good as everyone else. How good is that? Yeah, Not I think that's what Run I did away. in my brain. The weakest team out of the Pac-12 South is Texas Tech. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Lubbock. That's, that's practically <laughs> West Coast. I think I subbed in Cal just because looking at the actual South teams, like all of them make it every now and then. Yeah. Like Colorado has been there, you know? So, Like, honestly, everybody in the SEC West has made the game except for Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Arkansas has been there. Alabama's been there. Auburn's been there. Mississippi just State's a whole, been there. Just a whole division. Wait. wait. What? Ole Miss. Has Ole Miss ever been to the SEC? Ole Miss game? has never no. been to the SEC. Yeah, they've never. You don't, you don't remember this from <laughs> we a couple years oh, ago? I just. This remember. is why. This is why. This is why that... twenty-five. Yeah. 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 Hi, Alex McDaniel. Are you out there? Please don't hurt me. What a. Hey, babe. What she's a. She's way too, way too smart to listen to this podcast. What a scorching burn on the program that is. They're like, well, Mississippi State's been to the title game. <laughs> So you know how many Ole Miss fans this entire time were thinking, Phew, they forgot about us <laughs> for like the last 10 minutes. They thought they made yeah, it undercover. No! Meanwhile, the Indiana fans are like, so are they ever going to talk? But no. Okay. No. <laughs> Man, we talk about Indiana every week. That's true. Speaking also, of. Spe- speaking of which. Um, I had a really unpleasant realization this week. Oh, I thought this was the home field ad. It is. Oh, cool. I, this I'm is a good way to it, make money. God yeah, damn it, I'm Spencer. The, I'm starting it with the language you want. Um, it's fun, isn't it? No. So I grew up in Florida, and I don't think I saw All snow. All right, this is getting worse. I don't think I saw snow until I was like 11 or 12 years old. When I moved to New York, I was woefully unprepared for the cold. Like in the sense of like, I was like, you don't need gloves. That's what pockets are for. Um, and I like have never been a cold weather person. Or so I thought, because a couple of weeks ago, when the weather had that like brief turn back into warm, I walked outside and I thought to myself, "Ugh, why is it warm again? I want to wear my sweatshirts." And that's a th- that's the kind of person I am now. And I wasn't like that until Homefield Apparel came along, because Homefield Apparel makes these sweatshirts in all sorts of cool designs from. Colleges you love, colleges you've heard of, colleges you've never heard of, whatever. And they put them onto the comfort, the most comfortable, coziest, cuddliest, like just most pleasant sweats, sweats you could possibly wear to the point where me, a person who's basically always running at like idling car hot temperature, mm-hmm. that even I am like... I would like the weather to be cold enough so that I can wear a sweatshirt around. I just got in the mail recently. I got a good Rice Owls hoodie with the um, the super bug-eyed Rice Owl who's sort of like, what are you, a cop? You got to tell me if you're a cop. Yep. Uh, I got the good Colorado State 
throwback logo. I got the ooh, the one that looks like a rune. Yes, I yes, love one. that one. That yes. might be my f- that might be my favorite home field shirt I've gotten this year. Is that dark green uh, Colorado orange. State sweatshirt with the orange logo? Like yeah. it's kind of Halloweeny, but not like overtly satanic. Maybe right, I right, don't know the history right. of Colorado it's, State. It's sort of druidish. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 in that man. I'm order. so glad we're back to druids, right? Yeah, 2020 Thanks, druids. Back to druids. Um, so so yeah, like I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, on the one hand. Props to Homefield for making clothes that are so comfortable that they have changed my perspective on weather itself. On the other hand, now I'm a like pro cold weather guy in a world that's warming and is just going the opposite direction for me. So I have to work all that out on my own. You don't have to worry about my problems. Instead, you can make your life a little better when you use the offer code FULLCAST. You get 20% off your first order. You can get the very same Druid Rune Colorado State sweatshirt. You can get the bug-eyed rice owl. Um, you can get uh, Holly. You've got the San Diego State Aztec one. I've got ones that go outside of football. Even my other favorite, besides those two you just mentioned, is the I've got the baby blue Heather Marquette basketball hoodie. Ooh, which I absolutely love. I've got the uh, kind of dark, uh, kind of midnight blue Heather Utah State one that I just love. Yeah. There, there's like the options are. There are almost too many options at this point. I probably shouldn't say that, but it's true. I'm I'm pulling this up because I have a note that I keep on my computer in my notes app called the Home Field Get List. Right, and I have at this point well over twenty Home Field shirts. I'm gonna count. Keep talking. I'm gonna count how many more are sure. on my <laughs> wish list. I mean, the important thing is that you can go to homefield dot homefieldapparel dot com. And you can put sad husky in quotes into the search bar and results will come for you. And I don't mean one result. I mean like three. We're talking sad husky sweat sweatshirt, sad husky baseball tee, um, <laughs> sad husky t-shirt. 39. Sad husky joggers. There are 39 yeah. Uh, yeah. additional home field shirts that I would like to add. Big Noon Saturday was bad to my wallet. Uh, and it's going to get worse because there are 39 additional shirts that I want. Have you, I assume you've told Homefield about all of these. Um, uh, or is this like a vision board? Th- this is, this is like a vision board. This is just like shirts that I want to buy on my next, okay. you know, on, on my next lope through Homefield's website. Okay. So let's, let's add one to it. That's not there. And let's all focus our energy on this. Spencer already said it. Say it one more time, Spencer. You know I wasn't going to remember what you needed. Sad to husky joggers. <laughs> sad husky joggers. Oh, sad if, husky joggers. If we can get a sad husky face on each cheek, I will absolutely wear those. I'd, I'd take it on a hip. I'd it's take not it on gonna a thigh. Be, it would be okay on a... I would actually like it on a hip if it was huge, like a basketball sure. warm-up logo. Yes, I'd take, like take, yes. right, take it right on the cod piece, right on the yeah. junk. Just I, the, I'm now sure here's, you would. Here's what we really want. We want a pattern of it. Like oh, like houndstooth. Like a golf, like a golf pant? Literal houndstooth. Yeah. <laughs> sad tooth. Coat your leg in sad huskies. Wait, yeah. somebody did this for us last year, and uh, after Bama lost, they... Oh, I made that. I oh, made well, that, that was you. Okay, I thought that was yeah. a reader. Have the sad pork pie hat with the houndstooth that's just yeah. tiny sad huskies. Yeah, I did that. It's I'm wonderful. Um, so... so, yeah, Homefield, we're, we're... These are all free ideas. And if you don't take them, 
you're losing money, home field apparel. Now it's an ad about you in the other direction. We're not home field's only podcast anymore, so we might get away with this for a few days. Damn. I know. It's okay. You'll never forget your first. On the subject of losing money and things that are bad for your wallets, we have set up an ecosystem here, all right? Home field takes your money. That's good. You get stuff for it. But you need to save more money, right? Mm. For more grace, for more gray hoodies of shirts you did not attend. That's where Acorns comes in, the country's leading saving and investing app. You can automatically invest spare change from everyday purchases such as coffee, gas, and sad husky joggers, should they exist, hypothetically. Uh, You can set recurring investments so you don't have to think about it every time you buy shirts on the internet. No expertise. There's diverse portfolios on there designed by experts so you can make money no matter what the market is doing. Uh, As we've mentioned, you get a heavy metal debit card. Let's get the goat horns up. That saves and invests for you instead of putting you in debt. You're in bonus investments. Eight million people using it. Acorns.com slash fullcast to claim your $5 bonus when you sign up. Takes under three minutes to start investing, saving, and buying stuff on the internet. There you have it. Money money saved and money to spend. In a perfect circle. The circle of capitalist life. (laughs) I meant schools you did not attend, not shirts that you did not attend. We have attended every shirt. That's true. Sorry about the ad. Um, I would like to make it up to the Indiana fans who we have not talked about Indiana football by noting the following. Uh, From 1985 to 1993, Indiana beat Northwestern nine straight times. And in six of those games, Northwestern did not score more than single digits. This This is squarely in the time where Northwestern football was more of a friendly suggestion than a, uh, an active developmental process, but still it is worth noting that for, for a stretch for like Spencer's middle school years, probably elementary, elementary Elementary. middle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was Um, working at the garage by that point. um, Young Spencer Hall grew up in a time when Indiana absolutely owned Northwestern's ass. Yeah. And look how he's doing today. Thriving, my friends. <laughs> Thriving. Listen, if your life was tied to either the fortunes of Indiana or Northwestern football, then you were damned in ways that we couldn't really possibly imagine or quantify. That's true. Might pay off in heaven. <laughs> sure. I, I hear. I'm just saying, like maybe heaven works How out. Are we gonna like, know? No, Maybe I'm... it's sort of like the Oregon Trail, where it's like, oh, you were born, in, uh, I don't know, an Alabama fan? That's like being the banker. You better have been a very good person. You know. were born a Northwestern fan? That's like being a farmer. You only have to be kind of good. Is that like being an unbaptized infant? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Okay. I guess. I'm I, My Dante's a bit rusty. <laughs> I. I really don't think Dante was at any point concerned with Indiana or Northwestern football. I thought you weren't there. Source? <laughs> the circle, honestly, the circles of Sorry, hell are just Dante- an advanced tie-breaking procedure, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, when Dante goes down there, what is he doing? Investigative journalism, on-the-scene reporting, right? Clearly he's a Medill grad. Yeah, he's describing the assholes he hates and the horrible things that are happening to them. It's a, it's a little bit coincidental that all of Dante's personal enemies are having the worst things in the history of the universe happening to them. But he's only reporting the facts. There's no editorializing. 
Yeah, the Inferno no is... He takes cl- no pleasure in it. Yeah. The Inferno is, and I'm sorry for the pun, but it's unavoidable, clearly Dante's burner account. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting in silent reverie right now at the wordplay. Good. Stay that way. Yeah, absolutely will not. I will forget it in 30 seconds. Um, You're my third cat. This is the week ahead and i'm warning you ha ha yes it's only i don't have a good sickos yet I haven't... <laughs> yes! I, haven't, I haven't quite landed on a good sickos yet it is for degenerates only and i know ryan is ryan and jason are both going to look at this and go how is this different than the rest of the season it might be a step below in terms of competitive likelihood and quality from even the rest of this COVID-19 wrecked season, from even the rest of this completely lopsided arrangement that we currently have in terms of schedule, it's bad. Which means it might be really good. If we start the bar super low, inevitably, even this week might be able to hop over the degraded expectations that we've made for it. So with that, I'm going to do everybody a favor and just keep dropping it. We're going to take that bar. We're going to take it solo because I'm just going to, I'm going to like, I actually wrote these notes down for the game. All right. This week features Alabama, Kentucky, which I summarized as (laughs) Iowa at Penn state. That's I'm okay. I'll say it. I'm looking forward to Alabama, Kentucky on a schematic level. Fine. I am fascinated by every Penn State game. I am glued into everything Penn State <laughs> does from here on out. They are they and Michigan are co-sickos game of the week until they meet, <laughs> at which point the sickos will be unified with the team that loses that game. Iowa at Penn State, I, I am, yeah, I'm dialed in for that. We've, we've made this joke before, but Jason, is this sickoween? Are you ready to call it? Um... I mean, if if Penn State loses to Iowa and Michigan loses to Rutgers, good grief, yeah. Mm. I mean, it's, like I agree with Jason because Penn State started out like it's it was like watching a golfer be like, oh, he's gonna double bogey this hole. It's not that interesting, but now it's like, wow, they've got a ten and they're not even on the green. This is amazing. They might never leave this hole. Penn State might live on the seventh for a week. Yeah, this is Phil Mickelson is on the interstate right now. <laughs> <laughs> on a moving truck that he put his ball on he caught it mm-hmm. he's gonna try to tee off to another truck headed the other direction spencer you are allotted two seconds to discuss florida vanderbilt florida vanderbilt stop no nope, that's it stop next nope next. like the 2016 dollar general bowl let's go move it along to the better game that's next on the list michigan rutgers oh yeah my God. yeah <laughs> this is actually the bizarro version of the first football game ever played, Rutgers Princeton, because it's the wait. Michigan's not an Ivy. <laughs> they don't even... I can't believe you said that out loud. They don't even have a tiger. <clears throat> what is this shit? They have the hel- they have Princeton's helmets. Do yeah. they have a tiger? Oh, okay. So it's stolen valor first football game. It is. It's stolen. It's it's the it's the stolen valor remix. Of the first don't... football game ever it's played. Kirk- Kirkland brand Princeton. Yeah. Great value Princeton. Michigan man should appreciate a great value. <laughs> What's like below Jim a Harbaugh? Prince? 
what's one step below a prince? A, a, a Viscount? No, it's a Duke. So, is it a so Duke? So instead of Princeton, Michigan is Duketon? Oh, I really want to mm. see a Viscount. <laughs> Viscountin. I don't know. Can it be a Duke if it's outside the ACC? Shout out to the Mayonnaise Bowl. Can it be a Duke if it doesn't turn out white supremacists? Oh, that's so funny because I actually said Duke and, is outside and the Coulton. ACC thinking about the mayonnaise and not about the institution named Duke. Also, Ann Coulter went to Michigan, so like... Ooh. Ooh, whoa! God, God damn. <laughs> Ow! Does that mean she couldn't so, get like, into an ivy? Ah! Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad that we went this so, way. So, like... Y- the Unabomber went to Michigan, and that's like, ah, well, you know, you can't win them all. But Ann Coulter, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> everybody everybody cites the Unabomber like that's a bad thing. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's pretty bad. Buddy? He just, yeah. he just liked camping. Buddy? That's all. Right, so, so let's go ahead and just mark down the apology for the yeah. next episode. Can, the Unabomber yeah. loved Joseph Stalin. He had a brochure. I agree. He had a brochure. I uh, listen. It's not like we have a problem with uh, lone wolf right wing terrorists right now in this country, and I don't no. see why Spencer should have to apologize for shit. <laughs> Jason, I'm going to ask the question that uh, I already regret. What is the line on Michigan Rutgers? <laughs> Last I looked, it was uh, Michigan by eight. Oh, that's squeaky! Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. So, uh, it de- Eight so what? The, the computers are all over the <laughs> the computers are all over the place on this Ryan. one. I've seen it as high as twenty and as low as, and lower than eight, depending Ryan, on where you look. Ryan, you're not a wagering person. No, I don't. Holly, I don't bet on sports. You're not a wagering person. No. I know Jason's eye will at least wander to the hypothetical notion of putting money on this. When you see eight, do you kind of want to pull the trigger? Yeah, I had so I had Michigan minus eight uh, as a consideration, but I struck it uh, <laughs> after further review. Because you're uh, not I an idiot. Rut- <laughs> well, I, it's it's. I think Michigan is the decent bet, but Rutgers is going to try hard as shit. Rutgers under Greg Schiano is obnoxious, um, which little surprise there. Huh. But they're going to throw out eight thousand trick plays. Michigan is get going to get all frustrated and flustered. Um, yeah, it, 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 the numbers say Michigan's the smart play, but life's about more than numbers, ain't it? Sorry, wait, where is this game again? Piscataway, New Jersey. Oh! oh. Uh, so a, we have short, a, chance, a short New Jersey transit train ride away from MetLife Stadium where maybe somebody could go for a quick little job interview with the Jets. <laughs> so we got a chance <laughs> two, to come home with a loss and a rash. <laughs> is, I, is what I'm hearing. I would really... God, eight. I'm most stunned, by the way, in this game by the season-long streak of Rutgers and Greg Schiano, by extension, being compelling and fun. I know when they you don't get, have to say fun. Yeah, no. When go they get good at hard. things, they'll stop trying to be interesting. Their I know how this works. Players have been fun. Greg Schiano sucks, but Rutgers yes. athletes on the field have been fun. Yeah. Yeah, Rutgers players have had a blast this year. I feel pretty safe. Pretty safe saying that. Okay. At least on the field. So that I'm not totally used to. Okay. Because in this game, if you watch the two teams, the one that will be way more likable in terms of what they do on the field, how much fun they have doing it, oh, it's going to be Rutgers. And that's going to feel odd. Yeah. You're going to be right there with me. Rutgers has nothing to lose. 
Nothing. A, a lot to lose. <laughs> Starting with the football game. The game. Michigan has a lot to keep losing. Mm. And eight points. Eight points to cover. Here, here is here's the weird situation. If you are a Michigan fan who is who is over Jim Harbaugh, who wants it to be done, what is the <laughs> outcome you're rooting for in this game? That's a great question, Ryan. Finish this off, Greg. <laughs> Do it. Hit an artery. I mean, just a couple I'm of going years. to New Jersey to get it over with. Just yeah, exactly. Why don't you go visit? Just like Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reference Michigan grads will get. Yeah, now, now, now you see your situation, Michigan. Because here's what I think the funniest thing Michigan could do for the rest of the now, year. Michigan Luke, grads are really Jeffersonians at heart. Now I'm going to get some emails. Wow. wow. Lose yeah. to Rutgers, lose to Penn State, lose to Maryland, beat Ohio State. For the first time in this of all seasons – Finally beat Ohio State, and then look around and be like, "God damn it, we got to keep him now, don't we?" God <laughs> for damn it! The first time I, in I have I mean, asked every I've asked every Michigan fan I know this question this week. Yeah, if you beat Both Ohio State, if yeah, all all two of them. Ace um, and it's actually like birds and birds. Actually, and it's James. like James. It's actually actually James it's like se- it's like seven. Um, I talked wow. to Brian when I'm when I'm fielding his uh, restraining order requests against Godfrey. Um, <laughs> it's good that you li- Godfrey doesn't listen to this show, so it's okay. It's good that you can be a bridge between them. Yeah, I've asked all of them, and all of them responded with the same answer to: If you lost the rest of your games but beat Ohio State, does Harbaugh keep his job? And the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> can we sure. then root for that? No. Because I think that would be optimal for all of us from a comedic yes. standpoint. Yes. <laughs> That's perfect. Also, then you've knocked three and no Ohio State out of the playoff. <laughs> Oh, that's delicious. Yeah. I mean, that's gracious me. I got to admit, that's a really good outcome. That is a spicy meatball, as they yeah. say in Rutgers. <laughs> Did I say that right? The country of Rutgers. <laughs> um, there's a, there's a, I don't think this is on your list, but I feel compelled to point out that uh, if Liberty beats NC State, they will oh, have swept God. all of their ACC, all three of their ACC games this year. Mm-hmm. And I think, based on that alone, we should deny the ACC any playoff spot. Yeah, uh, not a single one. That's totally fine. None. <clears throat> so, not what for we... Notre Dame, not for Clemson, nobody. God, you, you really hate to this see this is? for a long time. ACC stalwart Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is Protestants knocking Catholics out of the playoff. Wow. That happens. Finally, a use for liberty. Interesting. Martin Luther smiles from beyond the grave. Masturbating from beyond the grave. What the hell? <laughs> he was, he well, fucking sucked. Martin Luther sucked. Yeah, I'm a Protestant, fine. but I'm going to say it anyway. Martin Luther sucked. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't I wasn't caping up for Martin Luther. I'm just like, do I have to think about him jacking it? Martin you Luther. don't have to. No. Right, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna it's sit hard quiet. to avoid, Ryan. It's hard right. to avoid once you I'm just going to sit quietly till I come up with something more upsetting. Uh Martin Luther did say that women have a wide fundament and are narrow in the shoulders so that blood can't get to their brains, and that's why men were smarter. And this... I'm glad Martin Luther's dead. <laughs> Jesus. Did he go to Florida State? <laughs> so while he's... What so what is it? A fu- is it a fundament? 
A the fundament. Word? That's Wait, so he's down there thinking of, about the wide fundaments. What kind of trapezoidal mm-hmm. women is that? <laughs> <laughs> I love my plump Rama's wife. <laughs> that was that's it. Like Martin Luther like, was narrow shoulders. I'm, that does sound like a lot of Yankee women I know, but not with the big ass. Yeah, I was like, why? No, like I just think he was like, well, they are all perfectly triangular. Every. <laughs> Well, I mean, Martin Luther was was Martin Luther particle man. Boy, she you're, got you're... a body like Bill Cipher. <laughs> I mean, we know he's not good at shapes. Look at his haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Martin, you're married to a hookah. I think you should know. God, what an what an ultimate shit post to no, be wait, like. I have married to a hookah would have made him maybe more chill. I have That's a ninety five point thesis. I would like you to read. Oh, oh I got God, a fucking forum. I'm gonna post on your on your door. <laughs> Just the Catholic Church issuing a hey, I ain't reading all that. I'm sorry that happened to you. Or happy or happy that it did. But I ain't reading all that. Jesus is up there pointing down and looking around at all the apostles and being like, Apologies to this man. I ain't reading all that. This motherfucker said thread, one of ninety five. One in ninety. Oh, good what's, lord! What's What's weird is that ninety two is all about Tom Herman and why he can't succeed at Texas. Well, he was yep. onto something there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm following that thread to be honest. Once you get far enough in there, he starts making points. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta stick with it. It's like Parks and Rec. Skip the first season. Sure. Martin Luther understood one thing that I think a lot of true reply guys today don't get, and that is that. If you really, really are living the life and walking in the spirit of the reply guy, you don't need anything to reply to, brother. It's all in your heart. Mm-hmm. It's L- all right there. Just let it out. Yeah. Let it out onto a door. Yep. Oh. That's right. Uh, now we're talking about druids again. Yep. Shouts out, shouts out to the druids yeah, doing good work in 2020. Um, out to all of our druidic listeners far and near. Yeah. Also, by like the way. The druids are really fucking up in 2020. Why? I mean, now let's go sh- long on this. Shouldn't things be going better? If <laughs> no, I mean, you don't know that they're not going great for the druids. <laughs> yeah, okay. man. Don't question well, the druid. The druid dr- plan. The, okay, so there's a, there's a long game here. This could be like the druids, holiday. Druids do not exactly have a long history of not being xenophobic. Yeah, this maybe could... maybe somebody went to the druids and was like, "Please, there's too many vehicular deaths," and they were like, "Okay." Oh, Gotta okay. solve. So we should have we just termed it better. Yeah. Oh, yes. went to the druids. Yeah. This is the ho- what you wish cast for. This is the holiday conversation where normally you figure out, you find out that maybe your brother-in-law's done really well with like, hey, listen, you gotta get into pharmaceuticals this quarter. Like your brother-in-law's like, yo, listen, the druids, they've been doing good work. Man, I'm, if I'm I have the get- opportunity to, to see my family at Thanksgiving and I don't, uh, this is exactly the kind of shit that I would start doing to keep them from talking about Pizzagate. I'm I just mean, gonna go straight druids. I'm gonna get here. Here's a perfect example on the schedule of like, be careful what you wish for. Back in like May, when there's no football anyway, and when it's like, I don't know if there's gonna be a season at all. People on Twitter will pop up and they'll be like, "Oh, I'd watch a Virginia Tech pit game right now, uh-huh. well, motherfucker! It's on this weekend. Let's see you turn into ACC Network at three o'clock. Let's this see you watch uh, the feces of this schedule have been nailed to the door of our brains with like a monkey's paw. Yeah, the people I really want to see dialed in 
all 16 hours of college football Saturday is everybody who clamored for there to be a season, who, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, everyone who has ever typed the word Corona Bros, you better be logged in for all 15 hours on Saturday. Is that how this you is what you that? asked for, isn't it? Uh, Corona Bros. Corona Bros. <laughs> That's how they type that shit. It's the dumbest thing oh, I've ever seen. Corona Bros. Two words. Are these like are these like Vin Diesel fans? It's like a Greek Bond villain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to my island, Mr. Bond. <laughs> I am Costas Corona Bros. Well, they do expect us to die. The K-pop fans, you know how they reclaim every hashtag. We can yeah. do that with Corona Bros. And Man. yeah, just just make it all about Fast and Furious One. I got to think if Korean teens really wanted to, they could put together a team and defeat the Druids. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think so. Whoa. Man, the Druids ain't shit. I... Oh, shit. <laughs> Jason Kirk said that, not me. Wow. See what happens. You can reach him at Bud Elliott on Twitter. <laughs> what can they do to me that Florida Vanderbilt can't? Yeah. You know I what... thought we weren't talking about it, Jason. You really can't beat them for stylish clothes. I said Spencer had two seconds to talk about it. Oh no! <laughs> then I, then now I needs to be careful. My, then I used my two seconds to talk about it. Speaking, nice attorneying, Ryan. Speaking shit, of piece of shit. Speaking of <laughs> speaking hey, of hey, sacred. Hey Ryan, Ryan, did you see how Rudy Giuliani did in court today? I did. Oh, yeah. did you happen oh, to read? A... I didn't. I didn't. Please tell me. It's bad. And I asked you to please tell it's me awesome. because there's at least two L's in that sentence. It's very much bad. It, like he hadn't he hadn't done court stuff in like 28 years. Well, like he had uh, like he had for the been third in show in a row. What like it's hard? You know, you <laughs> apparently it is. Rudy had so a tough know, day. <laughs> you know that part. Oh wait, in... is this the thing where I saw like six people in my timeline at once going that I learned that in the second week of law school? Is that who they were yeah. talking about? Yeah. Oh sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, what's the judge is like explaining shit to to Rudy while telling him why it's not going to work. I'm going to give you a quote. Do you know who's if the Druids are having a bad year? Do you all know who is having a great year? Judges. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you this quote. For good and extreme evil. The judge at one point was so confused by a test that Giuliani wanted to use to evaluate a particular piece of evidence or argument and said, by what standard do you wish me to evaluate this argument? <laughs> oh, and Rudy no. Giuliani, in a court of law, looked up at him and goes, the usual one. Uh... I didn't go to law school. I would have come. I would have come in. I would have come in and stone cold stunned him for saying that. Okay, I don't actually know this. Where did Rudy Giuliani go to school? Uh, NYU, I think. Ryan. Mm-hmm. It's not my fault. Come get your boy. I want you to it's remember that. Ru- I want fault. you to remember that Rudy Giuliani took down like the New York Mafia, and this makes a me think that the. Do you know how lot- dumb the Mafia That's is? That's what made me. That was like they had to be complete dumbasses. Does this really? This lowers my estimation of organized crime. <laughs> how organized yeah, could you have been? Turns out it's not that organized. Now here's the punchline: Giuliani is being paid twenty thousand dollars a day to do this. The best part is he set up his lifestyle to where that isn't anything. That's barely going to cover <laughs> his toilet paper expenses. Montana landowner Rudy Giuliani. 
basically what Rudy Giuliani did in court was, you know, occasionally you'll see somebody go on the Price is Right and they will bid on something where you don't know the exact price, but you know the number they just said is wildly wrong in one direction or another, where it's like, and you're going to bid on this uh, this RV, and they're like, $8,000, and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> what are you talking about? No, it's not $8,000. What's wrong with you? That's what Rudy Giuliani did, except, you know in the legal process that's holding up, I don't know, just hey, all of federal Rudy government. what's Giuliani's job again right now? Uh, nighttime manager, Four Seasons Total Landscape. No, I mean, what, what is his actual cyber job? Cyber I don't think he has it. I don't think he's ever had a formal job in the administration. Okay, they, cool. they put him in charge of cybersecurity at some point. He is, he is a cybersecurity advisor. Oh, uh, that's like a him. Nick Saban analyst. Okay. Secretary of memes. Got it. If you're a judge, by the way, do you just let him go for a minute just to see how much like yeah, line he'll gonna, collect, take out? You're gonna dine out on this for the rest of your life. Yeah, you're like, listen, I'm on, I'm on the clock until five. Listen, I got, I got to hear like patent cases after this for the next four months. Do you just months. ask him unrelated questions? Lay it on like, me, big fella. Like, hey, listen. Can you explain to me orbital mechanics? I just want to hear what your answer to this is. Rudy, just start throwing out things. Tell me the problem with kids today. Yeah. How did Princess Diana die? Why don't you tell me oh, that, Rudy oh, Giuliani? Jesus. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> How did that really happen? So! No. Kate Mc... so... Listen, I'm not an SNL person. Kate McKinnon as Rudy the Saturday after the election was fucking deranged and one of the most beautiful moments of television I've ever seen. Here's one more moment uh, from Giuliani in court today. Quote from NPR. As he was introducing evidence, Giuliani noted that he had once been a law clerk and he hoped he was handling the evidence correctly. Uh, in case I need a job after this, he told the court. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry Mayor of 9-11 isn't a job, Rudy, but, you know, <laughs> neither is blogger, really, so we're not so different. Mayor of 9-11 is very much a, uh, that's not stable employment. That's a freelance type thing. Mm. That's a gig. Um, real quick. I'm still mad about Martin Luther. All right, what games have we not gotten to? We talked about Texas at Kansas. We have not. We no. Okay, this game tickles me, but it tickles me like on the taint. Is that a thing? Wow. It Only you is, can say. But yeah, I don't <laughs> like it. Tickles me, but not in a good. Not it just kind of itches. Uh, not itches. The Gooch game of the week. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. You know that thing where one of us says something and Holly like. You can hear the horror on her face. That's what well, you're doing. No, I just, I feel my feelings for this game, and they're not coming from my butthole, but it's right there. Is it possible that you actually are Spencer now? Have you two, have you Freaky Friday'd? We've been spending a lot of time together, and neither one of us is particularly happy about that. Okay. <laughs> I was just, before we got to discussions of the Grundle, I was... Wait, what's a Grundle? A rock, jock, jayhawk, um... I wanted to get to the question, which is, do you think the Longhorns could pull off the upset? It's not even funny this year because Kansas is so bad. Man, they're so bad. Yeah. Kansas why did you guys, best. why didn't you just buy less miles of boat? Who's that one dude who says we're cyberbullying Kansas every time we talk about Kansas? It doesn't know. matter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no. Kansas football fan? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Less miles? 
fan. You know, Les, Les Miles is not a face like, why would I watch Kansas football? Jesus. You have to pay me to do that, which they do. <laughs> but they're very lax about checking what I'm actually watching. I would bet Les like, leaves just checks uncashed. He doesn't have direct deposit. Like, I bet Les is just like, well, I got all these checks. Les strikes me as a person who's like in a conservatorship of some kind, like Brittany. Just one of the many things they have in common. It's Leslie, bitch. <laughs> well, like, Beauchamp Beckler is still running Les Miles' finances? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The ghost, ghost <laughs> Beckler just sitting there with the green eye shade next to him going, fuck, Les, Jesus. You gotta spend less on vegan smoothies. Stop buying undented cans, you dipshit. <laughs> um, the contents are perfectly fine. I can't think of a worse way for the Tom Herman era to end in Texas than than another loss to them. That, oh, that is it ending. This is the only thing that I am confident. The, the other ones, maybe this one, no. Kansas is not. Kansas They're is not so a functional bad. football team this year. Yeah, They're but so bad, Tom Herman dude. is capable of playing down to anyone's level. I don't think they'll lose to Kansas, but it might be at halftime. Little... Are, are we going to be dog like bird dogging it? Like, uh, I don't. I don't it's ten seven. So. No, I mean I Tom I... Herman is capable of anything. <clears throat> um, it's, it's so extreme this year. Yeah, um, I think USC Utah. If it happens, if USC Utah happens, it could be your standard intriguing game with the Utah team, which means getting hit in the face and still winning. That's so, that, that could happen. I think this is one of a few games that, you know, in addition to the, um, the very observable tragedies in the Big Ten and various other accidents throughout the country, there are things of interest. Since UCF, probably since he's toughest game of the entire season, if, you know, if, if they look impressive against UCF, they might really have a pretty decent playoff case. I, I think USC Utah could be good. Um, USC tends to make everything uh, dramatic, at least. You got Farmageddon. That'll get mm. dumb. Uh, and we got we got Bedlam, which is usually Badlam. So maybe it'll be Goodlam, but probably And not. And what is the line on that game? Uh, it was uh, Oklahoma by nine last I saw. And I so so for years we've said, you know, Bedlam, you never know what you're going to get. Could be OU by a lot. Could be OU by a little. I have OU by a little this time. I have uh, OSU in the points. That would be what, like, Mike Cundy's fourth win over Oklahoma since he's been there? No, it's no, not I, a lot. I, I have OU winning, but I think oh, okay. OSU. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> Picking Oklahoma State yeah. to beat <laughs> Oklahoma. Right, come on. This year is that crazy. <laughs> I apologize. No, I, I, have, I have the Cowboys making it a little uh, competitive looking. Okay. Server, can we isolate Jason's bedlam laugh uh, as like a soundboard feature? Sure. For yeah. later on, that was beautiful. Yeah, because they're not winning. There's That's a sicko sure. game you nobody has mentioned here, mm. and it really doesn't matter who's on the other side of this. But um, UMass is playing football again. Jesus Christ, Ryan! Man, my butthole. How the fuck did that happen? Game. I thought yeah. we eradicated that from the from the. Is there a nest that we didn't find? It's it, it's in Boca Raton, Florida. Yeah. Oh shit. Figures. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so it's so dark and moist. You know how they crossbred the orcs it. to bred Urukai? UMass has gotten into the palmetto bugs. So so this is what the UMass schedule. Uh, we can sum, sum it up real quickly here. Uh, they started the year losing on the road to Georgia Southern, forty-one-zero. 
Then they went on the road to Marshall and lost 51-10. Now they're going to go on the road to FAU. Conservatively, let's say they'll lose by 37. And then they'll end with, yes, that's right, another road game at, yes, that's right, the Liberty Flames. Oh, fuck. Listen, (laughs) I want you to put that list of locations together and the quantity and quality of the beatdowns delivered and consider that UMass is basically a corrupt tomato can of a boxer who's just like... (laughs) Yeah, I'll just I'll show up at a strip mall in Huntington, West Virginia, for seven hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, this is like sixty-five-year-old Evander Holyfield. Still <laughs> I'll go to Boca Raton and let an owl beat me up <laughs> at a new type an owl casino. In a private prison. <laughs> oh, there is. What was their final game? Where were Liberty. they going? Liberty. Okay, so. <laughs> Gonna, I'll go to gonna, some. I'll go to do some sex stuff. Well, all right, as long as the money's good. <laughs> you say he wants to watch while I get beat down. Of course, Jerry Falwell schooled, scheduled you mass. Uh huh. I don't get it. The uh the the final the final piece in the argument that this this weekend is actually fine. Of course, App State at Coastal Carolina. That's a good That's game. A good- Sure. That's no. That's that's a call. That's probably the best game of the weekend. Tulane at Tulsa on Thursday is going to be pretty good too. Probably entertainment. One wall to wall entertainment right there. Friday you can skip entirely. Yeah. Have y'all um, watched? Uh, how how much weeknight football do y'all have y'all watched this season? I think I'm is good it, for it, like a game and a half. Yeah. When okay. I when it's the tasks have taken me further into the evening than they normally have due to zoom school but when it's when it's on i will uh i'll sack out in front of it for a little bit i've watched I, for some reason i just have minnesota playing a lot <laughs> on weeknights which i think they're <laughs> like i think pj knew and was like just get it over early in the week nobody's watching nobody needs to see this i will say somebody uh tweeted us i think while we were recording uh, this to say uh, this guy just caught a pass in the Tuesday night Maction game, mm-hmm. and it is a Akron uh, sophomore tight end whose name is Maverick Wolfley. Ryan, please look up this kid's <laughs> brother's name, who is also on the team. It was oh. at West Virginia. Okay. Mav- I know about this because they were formerly at West Virginia. They transferred? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Originally, okay. originally I don't want to both... talk about these two beautiful... Oh, completely nominative, determined Big 12 boys escaping Morgantown natives and brothers Maverick Wolfley and his brother Stone Wolfley. Stone Wolfley. Stone Wolfley. DDS. And what do we know from the what do we know from the Bailey twins? Or I'm sorry, the Bailey brothers. What do we know the rule? These there's are my a Maverick, sons, Kevin and Silverberry. There's a Maverick and a Stone, and then there's like. Oh, uh, William. Yeah. Now, the... Um, oh, that's that's his, the Bailey brothers. Yeah, Stone, Stone Wolfley's West Virginia profile is still up, and it says the, it has two of the... Here are two of the bullets under personal. <clears throat> Uncle Ron was also a former Mountaineer stand, standout at fullback. Next bullet. Uncle Craig played at Syracuse and in the uh, NFL for more than 10 years. So the only one who got out made it to the NFL. No, Ron made it to the NFL as well. Oh, Ron was okay. a pro- Ron was a four-time Pro Bowler. 
I like that. Uh-huh. I like that. Like the Baileys, there is a Ron, but this Ron was the successful one. There's a Wolfly dynasty. Good on you, Ron. Fuck, Ryan. That's when you awesome. said the two bullets, the first thing that went through my head was, "There's a bullet, Wolfly." <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, "There's what? two of them." I, I actually, I went off on a, a, a mental <laughs> tangent of my own about personal bullets, and I'm like, "Well, they're personal on one end or the other." We will be adding Bullet Wolfly to the Steak Rancher series of books. Don't I got to fight okay. my arch enemy, the sheriff, <laughs> yes. the sheriff of Skull County. The Bullet ba- Wolfly. The bastard Bullet Wolfly. While we're talking about Skull County. Bullet Wolfly is now canon. Can I tell you, honest to God, the name of the holler that my mother grew up in at West Virginia? Mm-hmm. Muzzle sure. Creek. Wow. Damn. Wow. God, it's grizzled. I've given the listeners of this full cast pretty much enough of my ancestry information for them to steal my identity over the past two weeks. And if one of y'all doesn't at least attempt it, I'll be bitterly disappointed. Where'd you grow up, Silencer River? I'm gonna give I'm gonna give New Tennessee resident, relatively new Tennessee resident, Ryan Andy, my favorite name in the entire state. And that is a small town. Um, I believe it's in Rutherford County. It's a crossroads where people used to meet. Oh, God damn it, Spencer. Meet and fight. That was the thing. This sure. entire, this intersection was the known. The Temecula of Tennessee. It was yes. the Temecula of Tennessee. Temecula, if you will. It is a small junction, I believe in Rutherford County, that is called Skull Knuckle, Tennessee. 